0: It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers Radio Show, heard every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. Please go to our website, uh, rescuersradioshow.org, where you can hear all of the shows uh, before this one. And after the shows, they become a podcast, so you'll find every show there. And uh, if you're, this is a listener-supported radio show, so if you if you have a notion to uh, to donate, you'll find a little red button button on our website, and uh, just go there, and, and you'll have all the instructions. But I'm really excited about this guest. I've known her for a while, and we just haven't. We're trying to catch up. But uh, uh, the guest is Loretta Cheeks. I should say Dr. Loretta che- uh, Cheeks. You mind if I don't say that anymore?
2: You don't have to say that. <laughs> You're all good.
1: President and CEO of um, Demystify STEAM, S-T-A-M. Strong Ties. And the Strong tie Ties, T-I-E-S, and D-S Innovation. So we're going to break through all of those acronyms when we come back but in a moment. But first, uh, Loretta, I'd like to allow our audience a chance to get to know you. Uh, how did you get to this point in your life? Give us a little backstory.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm originally from Louisiana, very rural area in Louisiana, and um, my profession is Engineering. And long story short, I had an amazing... No, it doesn't have to be short. Okay. <laughs> All right. I had an amazing father who really made engineering look good. He had always had a lot of money in his pocket. He always looked good with a suit on, and everybody loved him. So I thought he was the today's LeBron James. He was that kind of guy. What I found out later on when I started to study engineering is that he was not an engineer as I know it in school. He was an engineer on the railroad. Oh, okay. But it was (laughs) all good. good. (laughs) It got me where I needed to go. So uh, that's my beginning to wonder and discover and figure out things uh, in this space. And uh, from there, I just continue to, you know, embrace what God had for me, which is to start this path and this journey of uh, creating solutions for to better humanity,
1: and you have an amazing uh, truck behind you. You have an, an amazing story and stories. Um, but there's been a lot of acronyms, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so let, sure. let's start. Uh, you know, in your prestigious programs uh, that you're CEO of, let, let's go to let's start breaking it down. Uh, one of the items is demystify.
2: Actually, it's just Strong Ties. So the Strong Ties demystifies STEAM. steam. Not STEAM. Yes, so it's Strong Ties. And Strong Ties is committed to advancing marginalized or underserved youth in STEAM education. That's science, technology, engineering, arts, and mathematics. And if the question is, and why? And, (laughs) And the reason why is we just need all hands on deck in our country to make sure that we're innovating and staying ahead of the game and then ds innovation so that's my reach back that's really the re- the outreach okay. and then the ds innovation i my area of focus is artificial intelligence and machine learning so that is products consulting and business for profit strong ties is a nonprofit
1: okay t i e s strong strong ties yes and one of these goes through asu right Arizona?
2: No, I partner with ASU okay. quite a bit. I uh-huh. I went to Arizona State University okay. for my PhD program, so it's just natural
1: <laughs>
2: to do things with them, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, wow. So you 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 have been a speaker in Arizona, around the U.S., and also internationally.
2: internationally yeah. Give us a
1: sample of, uh, let's talk a little bit about that. What do you talk about? What are the subjects? And... Um, and one or two maybe of your favorites along the way.
2: Well, interesting. So my, the height, the, I would say the aha, you know how God allows you to get in spaces like, oh my gosh, how oh, yeah. did I get here? Oh yeah. All right. In 2019, I've spoken a lot. I speak literally all over the world, but, I had the opportunity, I was invited to be a part of the U.S. South Africa Higher Education Network, and in doing so, I was invited to speak at the U.S. South Africa, uh, the, the South Africa Embassy in D.C. in 2019. Now, and I spoke on steam because everybody needs this, you know, yes. to understand and, and and make sure that they're ready for what we call the 24th, 21st century. So and I spoke before the president and all these great people. But the good thing about it, when because I had prepared, meaning my life is a a long journey of <laughs> preparation, 30 years in, um, it was no intimidation and it was just seamless. It was just awesome. So that was really good and humbling because it tied to my life purpose. Uh, then I had the fortune in January. This was totally kind of a side topic but it's still
1: by the way we're not time sensitive we i'll let you know when we're okay okay
2: okay uh i had the pleasure i was invited in through the defense intelligence agency to speak um in washington dc in january 2020 and that was for i was a keynote for the martin luther king uh, celebration, oh my, and I spoke with before general They're Ashley, a- yeah, that was i mean that's totally i I've never been in the government uh space, so <laughs> not in that form, and it was very formal. I went to meet with the general first, and uh he showed me his corner literally looking over the whole city it was just beautiful and met some great people there and was able to speak before just a a great number of uh you know our federal government that was a very good highlight and of course internationally i've spoken you know in london i've taken a cohort of 21 to ghana for uh, an educational trip on Steam, I speak a lot right now about data trust because, of course, our data is up for grab, and I think there needs to be conversations about. You know, we the people (laughs) having some say about that. So uh, that's that's my topic. You know, I I've spoken um, like at National Science Foundation last year for IEEE for anyone who's an engineer and they would know what that is. And just recently last weekend, I spoke at ASU Hacks for Humanity on that topic.
1: So go a little deeper into that, uh, What you, your comment about we the people. And what, what are your yeah. thoughts about what's what's going on, where we are?
2: Well, you know, I'm a techie, yeah. so I love innovation. I, I came into artificial intelligence in the early 90s. I did my thesis in Neural Network. So I was so happy when Weston House in Pittsburgh hired me to actually build out controls using Neural Network. However, they couldn't come through. It just didn't come to fruition. Because we didn't have the computing power at the time, and so a i really went into what they call a a winter it went kind of silently went away well it's now uh it's a gorilla
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's awakened it's really big and you know um uh very much hot, and it really is the answer to a lot of calls for good and unfortunate for uh you know you're going to have technology be used any kind of way you can use it for good or bad so uh this is my concern my concern is that we are not having the right framing or the right policies or even conversations in our community about who owns the data or who has the right to our data uh as we are kind of using these platforms, particularly social media, all of that data is up for grab. We probably heard, you know, Elon Musk, he uh, is about to buy Twitter. Yeah. It's not because he likes that platform. It's because everybody, <laughs> a lot of people are on it. It's about and the money. <laughs> yeah, it's about the money in terms of advertising. But more importantly, um, to me, it's uh, it's behavior data that you can learn so much about people's personal life that most people don't realize that once you have some of this data it could be aggregated like i said for good or bad and uh i in like a, it's a conversation that people need to be aware of yes. that behavior data is being used uh for the most part for a lot of different things for everything from um um risk uh, I'm pretty sure you all have been offered through your insurance uh, these apps to allow the insurance companies. They they pitch it as a discount. Right. You've heard of this?
1: Yeah.
2: Right. But it's really to assess your risk on the road, <laughs> uh, which I think is, I don't accept that. I mean, for me, I don't even accept the discount, and the reason is because I don't want people gathering data while I'm driving because it might not be good.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> for me, definitely. <laughs> so
1: focus on the road. Yeah, just focus on the road. <laughs> just uh, put the phone down for a while, right? Exactly. Uh, and and that would solve a lot of lot of issues. Um, so uh, my gosh. Uh, if you're just now joining uh the Ruskers radio show program, uh you're a little late in. My my guest is uh, Loretta Cheeks, president and CEO of uh Steam and Strong Ties.
2: Strong ties. Just strong ties. <laughs> well, just
1: strong ties. Yes,
2: strong ties okay. and DS innovation.
1: All right. And um and a plethora of knowledge uh within this woman and we're we're trying to uh to enlighten you, uh, to find out what what she's been involved in and and how it cha- can change and uh, and save lives. You know, she's talking to changing cultures and so forth as well. But um, so, welcome to the program again. And you know, on, on a personal level, uh, your journey to the to the degrees, uh, becoming CEO status. Uh is it fair for to, for me to assume uh this trek uh wasn't always easy for you?
2: It wasn't always easy, but um I this is a Christian radio station, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, <laughs> it wasn't we're all it, about God here. All right. It wasn't easy because God's word is sure. Yeah. So even through the obstacles I've had, and I have had challenges, I was on the path to f- not disappoint my God. So, and that's how life stayed true to. If he said to do it, I don't allow other people to determine that. that but what that requires of me is to challenge. Yeah. Not all the time, but when, it, when I need to. So... um even getting on the journey, it wasn't hard. It was very difficult. I was just saying on Sunday that even though I knew that I was to go and touch the nations and use computing and technology to as a way to embed that, I still didn't get all the pieces together as nobody does at first. (laughs) Um, But the good thing about it along the way it became very clear what I was to do. And literally it's been years and I'm just starting to see that, but it hasn't been easy, but there's nothing. I don't care if you're a cook, (laughs) if you're a cook (laughs) or a janitor, you're there will be obstacles even to do your job. Uh, I think as the radio show host, our radio show host, Right. (laughs) I think as the believer, we just need to know what is our mission and what are we doing to move forward and not disappoint and do it in love and not to disappoint God because ultimately it's about his mission and not us. Um, So, so all the things I've gone through and I have, I'm usually the first, the only, if you all can't tell from the listeners, I'm a, uh, a beautiful bronze black woman uh, <laughs> uh and so Mostly put, yeah, yeah, so um you know my the the places and the spaces I walk in oftentimes don't look like me, but that has nothing to do with why I'm there, as long as I'm bringing value, as long as I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, I kind of like you know shut all the noise out the when I was younger because I Became a Christian around 19. Uh, I'm talking about the born again. I grew up in the church, but I'm talking about a real transformation. Um, I was green when I got in the industry. I literally thought, and I came from the Bible Belt, I came from Louisiana. So I thought that everybody was either a Christian. Are You know, they walked in what they their lot, their life aligned with their message and in their lifestyle. I I really thought that I I had a lot of awakening and learning to (laughs) do. But even that people uh, what I've learned are people are people and those who even are (laughs) opposers or obstacles. I just literally like okay, that's not where I'm going, you wow. know. And I, I I have learned to accept a lot of no's.
1: So you did in doing that, you blocked out a lot of adversity, right? Or did you have to deal? with I a had lot to of adversity?
2: deal with adversity. Okay. Yeah, I've I've have to deal with a lot of adversity. I've picked my battles. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I mean, I'll just start with even my son. Yeah. Uh, my son was born, uh, he's now about 37 or approaching that, and he was born with autism. He was diagnosed at three, right? And so even then, there was no name for that 30 something years ago. Yeah. And being able to challenge the system to give him what he needs, not allow people to put him in the corner like they were doing because they didn't know what to do with him. And put myself in community where I could stand up and be an advocate that was huge, wow. and so uh, I had the pleasure, of course, serving on Arizona Center for Disability Law Board for about five years nice. and that allowed me to learn the the legal aspect also it allowed me to to uh broaden my view of what it looks like and what it feels like to be a person with disability and live in community so you know, we have all of these things. That was an obstacle. That was like a big obstacle. But that challenge led me to my research and everything because I studied the brain. That was my my research was to understand cognitive behavior. Um And then, of course, industry is industry. Right. Corporate America is corporate America is about bottom line. And so uh I was always literally the first, the only not until I moved to Arizona did I ever work with a woman. So, um, yeah, so it's all good. Guys are really fun. Um, (laughs) They're fun. They're about work, and I was about work. I grew up around boys, so that was a good thing because, you know, and I've been married for 35 years, so don't get it twisted. Um, So, (laughs) um, But, yeah, I I was very uh, – when I had challenges, I think, you know, going back to – Me and my Christianity, it had to be tested because I did. You know, when I got into tight spaces, I got scared. You know, when you're dealing with people who have a big authority or you think of like pounce on you, um, you know, that scripture that says you're not to fear man, but God. uh, Well, the truth of the matter is oftentimes (laughs) if they're big enough and bad enough, you will get some shaking in your boots and. Yeah. And I had to overcome that. And that's been tremendous, especially as I'm doing business, because I know as I walk through doors and as I have conversations with whomever, I don't fear them. Meaning I don't fear the conversation. I accept like I literally I accept the no's. I say that I I send the most appreciative thank you for no's. (laughs) Because they are distractions. <laughs> yeah. That's how I look at it. Like, oh, I missed that bullet. You know, so yeah. it's good. So,
1: yeah, That's wonderful. So, uh, and you deal with a lot of uh, high level corporates of whether it's a, a government entity or or a private entity, correct?
2: Yes. Now I'm, you know, I'm in service, right? So yeah. I'm in service to our our youth. Yeah. And then in the business area, it's primarily with the government um, to do business in the gov- at, on behalf of the yeah. government, and so forth. So I'm um, always relationships are important. Yeah, just put it that way. And the way that you handle and also interact with people is important, which growing in Christ helps because that allows your character to be built up. So when you meet people who may not be as grown as you are or even where you are or you may not be where they are, you you know, it's a good balancer uh, to to know that that um, there's there's you know, there's there's an equal exchange of. Of ideas it's no 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 harm there,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. and a level of respect
2: and it's a level of respect, yeah. but it takes you know when you're talking about doing something in service for others uh is always a um it's a challenge because you're trying to uplift yeah. and you're gonna have opposers or people who don't believe, but I always say, just go forth in power
1: so the the strong ties uh is all about, you mentioned early on in the show, it's all about uh, helping Mm education-wise the students of America. Uh, How does that work?
2: So I create curricula, basically. I use art a lot. That's why I say science, technology, engineering, art, and math. I use everything from um, uh, the tractor, gaming, virtual reality, um, I even use hip hop uh, for teaching how to functionally decompose uh, and also learn patterns, transitions, geometry, mathematics, uh, fun things, and I create curricula that is very attractive and engaging for youth. Um, I meet them where they are. I remember hearing this gentleman he said, uh, "Find what a student know." And then give them what they don't know.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Right. And so I try to create curricula that really uh, looks at what do students do? Of course, they play a lot of games. Uh, you can't. <laughs> I, I heard somebody say this the other day. <laughs> Our punishment used to be come in the house at my age. Yeah. You know, they you literally you had to play outside all day
1: or it might be a little stronger get in get, here get right get in now. <laughs>
2: the right the punishment now is for kids is to get out the house and so uh because they're in the house so much yeah. uh so I look at games games um and and it's I I take that as an opportunity to introduce them to very healthy ways uh everything from cybersecurity to gaming but healthy ways to engage with computing uh gaming is could be um could could be very um not scary but could be very risky online for a student because oh, yeah. it's its language being used and uh the a lot of it is uh weaponry and uh you know it's it it could be very risky but provided i focus on the sustainable development goals in most of my programs and that allows for us to really think about the big picture of you know this earth we live on Uh, Everything from what's above the sea, what's below the sea, peace, uh, justice, uh, having clean water, uh, food for everyone. You know, nobody's poor, you know, affordable (laughs) food. Oh No, right. Uh, (laughs) Affordable food. Right. And so those big built big topics that allows for us to start really thinking about other people giving uh some empathy toward others and in our community because i what i found out working with youth because of a lot of different things i'm not going to even put put it just on social media i just say a lot of different factors um some i i had a program i had a one of my projects uh, we focused on is what is what does it mean to be a senior in a technological era? And guess what? Most of our children, our youth, didn't know a senior over 70. And wow. so what I did, we built virtual reality for end up building virtual realities for seniors. We went to a, um, I think it was either, it wasn't the Beatitudes, but it's a facility downtown and we met. Some amazing people. We met a lady who came here from Yugoslavia, and
1: we're here. We're heading to a, a end? the end of the program here. Couple, okay, a couple more minutes, but finish your.
2: Comment. Oh, we met an amazing lady that's. Um, she was from Yugoslavia, and what she did was built the costumes for her whole country before they went into civil unrest. She's now in Arizona. She paints. She builds. Creates all kind of. Beautiful patterns. Wow. We met a gentleman um, that came to this country from, uh, I think it was uh, Ecuador or something like that, either Venezuela or something like that. But his country cratered in, like there was some big volcano or something like that. And then we met a gentleman. Um, he was in a wheelchair, and he wanted. We wanted to find out if you could go anywhere. Using technology, where would you like to go? And he wanted to actually see the, vet- the, um, the veterans wall, you know, the Vietnam, oh, yeah. the wall. Yeah. And he had never seen that in Washington, D.C. So we, did, we took him there virtually.
1: We're in our last minute, but I have a question. I want you to answer this in about 30 seconds or so. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what would you like to share with young women uh, who are wanting to strive the same success that you've, you've uh, been able to, to capture?
2: Well, I would tell you that you're smart enough. That's the first thing <laughs> yeah. um, that you are smart enough to uh, learn any rigorous program. Give yourself time. Reach out to your, you know, older people. I'm saying older, but mentors. Reach out to people who have been there and paved a way, so that it could be easier for you.
1: Okay, how can they contact you?
2: StrongTiesAZ.org. www. S-R-S-T-R-O-N-G-T-I-E-S-A-Z dot O-R-G. That's strong dot O-R-G.
1: Loretta Cheeks, you are a rescuer.
2: Oh, thank you so much. A bless. Thank oh, you for thank being you. on the show. Mm-hmm. You my rescue
0: story. Rescuers, Thursdays at 530 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM